Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was wooden. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Manawak Caves is intended for mature audiences. It contains strong language and depictions of bullying, violence, and sexual assault that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Also, this is an extremely immersive experience, and headphones are recommended. You're listening to The Manawak Caves, a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Psychopia Pictures. inside me which brings me to the next rule just because we don't remember it doesn't mean it didn't happen Julian after what Deacon and Thomas Hadley did to Dana and Finch and what they did to you in the library what they spent their whole lives doing to any kids who were smaller or different than them I couldn't let those spoiled shitheads get away with it anymore It had gone too far. It was time they got theirs. You know? It was time for revenge. Hey, Tommy. Where's your rapey brother? What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) Calm down, man. Hey, chill. You think I don't know what you and your brother did to Dina? What? Don't worry, man. (laughs) It's all right. 
We ain't gonna tell. We just want to give the Hadley brothers a taste of their own medicine. F fuck you. Yeah, fuck me. Hold on now, Tommy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Like I said, I talked to Dana, and uh, she agreed she ain't gonna tell nobody. We just wanted to scare them. <laughs> so, so what? What do you want out of it? Well, me and Dana, we have like an, an arrangement, so to speak. Mutual beneficial. Uh, <clears throat> what are you talking about? Alright, so, truth is, she likes Deacon. And she likes you too. She told me. Said you can do it with her again if you want. But, that shit ain't free, son. You want that? You gotta pay. And you gotta pay me. It was my idea. Lure them down in the caves, get them lost, watch them fall apart. Like the cowards we knew they were. I had that Sony DV handycam, and we were gonna make them shit their pants and videotape it, get footage of them crying and freaking out, and then just blast that shit all over the web. You're so, you're so full of shit, man. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, look at you. Looking around. You don't gotta believe me, Tommy, but I know what I'll be doing Friday night out by the caves. Do you? Anyway, think it over. Get back with me. Think it over. I'd made up that story about Dana. She didn't know anything about it. Felt real bad about using her as bait. More than a prank, sure, but less than murder. What the what the fuck? How far back do we gotta go? Where is she? Dude, I told you there's a spot right up here. No one knows about this part of the cave, and you can't tell no one neither, right? This better be fucking legit, Tyler. <laughs> you want your money back? Huh? Or you want to get laid? I'm, I'm going first. It's only fair. I had the only flashlight. I just needed them to follow me in deep enough so that when I cut the flashlight out, they would be lost in complete darkness. Fuck, I, I can't see shit. Hey! Moving too fast. Bring the light pack. I managed to get about 20 feet ahead of them to where the last turn was, and I cut out the light. What the fuck? I can't see. <laughs> I bet you with that light. Tyler, if you don't get the fuck back here, I'm going to fuck you up. It worked. Hello? They were lost. Tyler! Lost in the caves and near pitch black. Let's get the fuck out of here. That way. I can't see. It didn't take long for the claustrophobia to set in. Their threats slowed, wavered, morphed to confusion. Rage gave way to panic. Panic gave way to tears. And then the tears became... Became screams. Echoing through the caves. 
and my nightmares. I've been haunted by Thomas and Deacon Adley's screams ever since. I woke up the next day, Saturday, May 19th. I couldn't remember anything about the night before, couldn't remember anything about the prank. I woke up in my bed, still in my clothes, which were drenched, my boots still on, beneath the sheets, caked with fresh earth. You were passed out on the floor next to me. I could barely sit up, barely stand up. My lower back was so stiff and sore, my legs were shaking and my head was pounding. And Finch, we, we didn't even know where the hell Finch was, nobody did. Not even Dina. Any of this coming back to you, Julian? I showered off of my place and hightailed it back home after that. Your dad was just about fit to kill you. He always hated me. Old Paul Solace. He'd already decided long before that anything bad that ever happened was, well, entirely my fault. I barely made it to graduation that day, and I saw you through the crowd, and I wanted to talk to you and start walking up, but your father just stared me down. So I knew to keep my distance. And you, you were um, changed, like your soul had already taken off. Far away, away from Pottsville, Away from Manawak County and its people, its monsters, and the fog of evil that hung all over it. You had made your mind to get out. But you wanted to go to the caves one last time. I wanted to go back too, although I didn't know why. My mind was still a blank. The day we found their bodies. They found Finch a couple hours after that. Out in the woods, not far from the caves, emaciated, hypothermic, couldn't speak. When he finally did, he claimed he couldn't remember anything. Just a missing chunk of voided time. As the years went by, the dreams became more vivid and they didn't always happen at night either I, I began losing time in the middle of the day at first it was just that just missing gaps of time I'd, I'd come to in a place I had no recollection of going to in the middle of doing things I had made no conscious decision to do and after a while it was in those moments the missing ones that I began to remember it started with the whispers voices and the white noise and static of everyday backgrounds. Then the visions started coming out to play. Flashes. At first the Hadleys, their scowls, Finches, face all lit up while we made the plan. And you, Julie, I, you, I saw you a lot. And then the images began moving. Little picture shows. One by one, the memory of that night pieced itself back together until I, I could remember it as a whole. Clear as bell, like it had happened only just moments 
before. It was a recording being played for me in my brain. All those missing gaps started filling themselves in. I, I wasn't sure if I was going fucking crazy or what. It was only a couple years later when I was moving out of my mom's house that I, I found the plan we had made. The plot for our revenge on Thomas and Deacon and the physical map we had made. A map of the caves. Position staked out inside the caves, an X on the map at the third turn where we planned to cut the flashlight out. Beside it, I'd written, The Point of Darkness. <sighs> then the nightmares became worse. I'd see visions of the caves. Bones of a small family piled high in a dark corner somewhere. A boy taking his own life in there. A man and a woman making love against the rocks, only for him to slip and fall moments later, the contents of his head spilling out against the cave floor. I'd be laying in bed at night and open my eyes to find the Hadley brothers standing over me. Their, their young bodies just putrefying. The images in my mind began spilling over into the physical world, manifesting as material objects. The night before I went to visit Finch on Death Road, they had been stalking around my bedroom again. The spirits of Deacon and Thomas Hadley were stalking me. I was laying in bed, my eyes squeezed shut as tight as I could get them, but I knew they were still there. I knew it. I could smell them like ammonia, like bat guano and dirt and algae on wet rocks. Deacon Hadley leaned over me so close I could feel his necklace. You know, that fucking one he always used to wear, that fucking cross on the silver chain. He wore it every day. I could feel it dangling against my chest. Woke me up and I remember screaming, pushing his cold body away from me. Get away! Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling 
is choosing the right travel partner. Jean! Eugene Fodor! Jean, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Jean, and Vlastor on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return, your time won't, and we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm all good. Thanks. Just grabbing a couple bags of fertilizer. When Jimmy Fincher broke into my place, it must have scared them off because when I opened my eyes, Thomas and Deacon were gone. But Deacon's necklace was dangling in my clutch fist. I stashed the necklace in the bathroom medicine cabinet for safekeeping before dealing with Jimmy, or fending him off, rather. But that necklace, Julian, Deacon was wearing. He was wearing it when we lured him into the caves. I know he was. He wore it every damn day. But by the time they found the bodies, that necklace was nowhere to be found. The caves took it. And then they gave it to me. It's still there in my medicine cabinet. You'll find it. Go look. Yeah, we need it. Yeah. Uh, would you mind grabbing me one of those little propane canisters, too? That'll do her. You ever make a bomb, Julian? Don't need much to do it. You just need to know all the proper measurements. Yeah. 
All right. Where were we? Huh. Right. Um. We never hung out again after that, did we, Julian? That was the end of our boyhood. I remember the last time I saw you. Before you fled Manawa County. It was in the sheriff's station. I was sitting on the bench in the hallway with my mother waiting to be interrogated by Hooper and you were in the conference room already. I remember watching you through the glass and Sheriff Hooper looming over you. He's leaning in, almost whispering in your ear. I always wondered what he was saying to you. That look on his face, the look he always has about everything. Urgent. My gaze was broken when your father just suddenly stormed past me. The air suddenly charged like the instant before a fight happens. I remember him stomping into the bullpen. Where is he? Where's my son? Then seeing you in the conference room with Hooper, he stomped over and just pounded on the door, shaking the glass. <laughs> Even if Hooper was the king shit sheriff of Manawak County, he knew better than to come between Paul Solace and his boy. Damn right. And that's when it happened. Isn't it, Julian? Your father made you do it, didn't he? Didn't he? He knew it was wrong. He knew Finch would get eaten alive by this racist shithole of a town, but he had no other choice. It was that or lose his son. You were the only family he had left. He knew if you didn't throw your poor, strange, misunderstood friend Finch under the bus that you would be charged along with him. So he threatened you, didn't he? His face all red, his thick hands on the back of your neck, fingers shoved in your face, spittle from his wet lips, seething with rage, but mostly... Just like everyone else in Manawak County, I could see he was just so fucking terrified. And he knew the only way to save you, Julian, was to make you testify against James Fincher. And you hated him for it. Oh boy, did you hate him for it. As if you didn't hate him enough already, now you loathe him even more. And if you lacked the courage to leave Manawak County before, if you lacked that courage, shit. Not no more. Your daddy, Paul, he drove you away. Huh. Lucky you. I kept thinking about Finch and how he didn't have anyone like that. No one to storm in and rescue him. No father to save him from himself. But you ran. Yeah, you ran. Ran from the fog and the ghosts of Manawak County. And ran for your life, or at least with the hope of manufacturing a new one. Things quieted down after that. You went away. Finch got locked up. Life went on. But now you've come back. Fourteen fucking years later. The caves let you go. 
But they were never going to let you stay gone. Never. And me, I stayed here this whole time, just suspended in the fog. Sometimes it feels like I went to sleep that day and just never woke up. But this ain't a dream. I ain't asleep. Not yet. Welcome to stay at my place, but I don't think I'm going to be much company. You know, it's taken me years, but eventually I realized that there was um, another presence in there with us that day in the caves. It's the same one that's coming for me now. And he can hear us. He can hear our thoughts. He can hear me right now, and he knows I'm talking to you. He's close now. And this time, I've set up a little trap. And now here we are. I made it. I almost got lost on, on my way here with fog got so dense. I'm, I'm hearing all the charges are set now. So, uh, if you're hearing this audio file, well, then glory fucking hallelujah. It's already done, man. And hopefully my godforsaken soul is no longer torment. Hopefully my misery is at an end. This is um, the exact spot where we found the bodies, Julian. Full circle, I guess. It's Saturday, August 7th. It's almost 9.30 a.m. Only a few minutes now. Temperature, 62 degrees and dropping. The fog is so thick, I can't see three feet. And here he comes. Time to go. Julian. Julian, there's just one more thing I forgot to tell you. One last thing. Your father was only trying to protect you, Julian. Sending.
stars Jonathan Tucker as Julian Salas, Eddie Gathegi as James Fincher, Clark Peters as Detective Solomon Smith, Nick Searcy as Sheriff Kirby Hooper, Justin Wellborn as Tyler Wilson, Jill Jane Clements as Jill Campbell, Brad Carter as Dooley Tappert, Scott Poitras as Reverend Perkins, Samantha Ashley as Dina Fincher, Justin Matthews Smith as Paul Salas, Tara Oaks as Laura Salas, Jonathan Horn as Deacon Hadley, Alden Karanovich as Thomas Hadley. Mike W. Anderson as Griff Washington. Bodie Walteroff as Jimmy Fincher. Brian McClure as Ian Spinks. Larry Clark as Bobby Hadley. Peyton Fallis as Ed LeBlanc. Vic Polizas as William Fowler. Nick Tikoski as Richard Rydell. And Aileen Loy as The Darkness. With additional performances by Clint McGowan, Dina Dill, Edward Howard, Henry Foster Brown, Jamie Joseph, Juan Monsalves, Christopher Curry, Bailey Heineman, David Mitchell, and Bernard Sitaro Clark. Created by Connell Byrne and Dan Bush. Written by Dan Bush, Zoe Cooper, and Nicholas Tikoski. Featuring our theme song, Killer Inside. Written, produced, and performed by Lyra Lynn. Our executive producers are Matt Frederick, Alexander Williams, Michael Monti, and Courtney Dufries. Our executive producers at Blumhouse Television are Jeremy Gold, Chris Dickey, and Noah Feinberg. Produced by Dan Bush. Music by Ben Lovett. Additional music by Alexander Rodriguez. Edited by Dan Bush, Chris Childs, Stephen Perez, and David Chen. Sound design by Benjamin Balcom. Additional sound design by Alexander Rodriguez. Dialogue editing and sound mixing by Juan Campos. Recorded at Studio Awesome in Los Angeles. Soundbite Studio in Atlanta, and Echo Mountain in Asheville. Casting by Sunday Bowling Kennedy and Meg Mormon. Our dialect coach is Linda Bassesti. Assistant Director, Michael Monti. Second Assistant Director, Script Supervisor, and Production Coordinator, Sarah Klein. Supervising Producer, Josh Thane. Special thanks to Mary Ellen and Jason Davis, Jonathan Dieter, and Joe Rickman. The Manawalk Caves is a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Psychopia Pictures. Friends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 